Kareem Hunt wants his money, sat out a couple of days. We'll talk to you about what that means for the Cleveland Browns. Will Kareem Hunt be in it ready to go by the first start of the season? And are the young running backs behind him ready? We'll do it all coming up next on, the, on Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Kareem Hunt. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, Mr. Garrett Bush at Bush 91 part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube, of course, 92.3, the fan, Saturday mornings, Garrett's been out of practice, uh, a couple practices here. Uh, you're getting basically the uh, on-hand feel what's going on with Cleveland Browns training camp. Today's episode of Locked On Browns is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Um, as always, appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns your first listen every day, whether it's on your favorite uh, podcast platform. Of course, now available on YouTube. Numbers continue to grow over there. And, uh, you know, basically now with a Browns game this week here, I'm assuming we're going to start getting everybody to come in droves. And, hey, we're here for you every day, uh, Monday through Friday minimum this time of year. So, you know, if you're looking for, in our opinion, the best Cleveland Browns daily content, we got you covered over here. Um you know, and as Garrett mentioned here, you know, we, for all of us in the Browns content business, I would think the Kareem Hunt news is almost like it's a little bit of a sigh of relief. We get to talk about something else here uh, in relation to the Cleveland Browns. So we're going to discuss, you know, we're going to discuss here uh, everything over the weekend, Kareem Hunt wise. We are going to get to the young cornerbacks. Now, keep in mind, this is a you know team that has not had Denzel Ward practice yet, and if you've noticed anything from the coverage we've got to this point, cornerback play ain't suffering in one iota to this point. And we do want to get to one point because I know when everybody's concerned about, you know, the young defensive tackles, everybody's wondered about, you know, Evan Harris. Everybody is wondering about Jedrick Wills and Jack Conklin as they return from injury. You know, where are they at? It's a tricky part here with practices and, you know, some kind of some big man etiquette here. And Garrett Bush is going to be able to speak on that a little bit firsthand. So we're going to get into all that. But first and foremost, Kareem Hunt and, First things first, right away when something goes on like this, you see fans, everybody's trying to take a side, whether it's Kareem Hunt, whether it's the Browns final office, whether it's Coach Stefanski. Both parties are right here, and this is where it makes it difficult. Kareem Hunt is a really good running back in this league. He has no contract whatsoever after this year. One of the most difficult positions to be in a walk year is the running back position. It is the most dangerous position on the field. So if you are going to end up in a, you know, a situation where you, you maybe have to go through a lengthy rehab, you want financial security. And that's a tough spot for Kareem Hunt to be in. And this is where it gets a little tricky on both parts. I think there's probably a pretty good understanding that this is most likely Kareem Hunt's last year in Cleveland. Nick Chubb, the monetary part of his contract extension, even though it starts this season, the monetary part and where it gets heavy 
starts in 2023. The Browns drafted Jerome Ford. Is Jerome Ford ready this year? Maybe, but we have no idea of knowing. But a good franchise makes a move one year early as opposed to one year late. That's why you go out and you make that move. From the Browns' standpoint, does Kareem Hunt maybe deserve a contract extension? Yes, but they're probably not in the position financially to do so. And even if they were, with the anticipation of, you know, we can move him on in the 2023 offseason, you know, trade him, get him in a position where maybe he's a top featured running back, that's all well and good. But if he gets injured and it's a contract, it may the Browns could end up stuck with a contract that they never wanted or intended to give for the 2023 season. That's where it gets murky. And here's where the part where it really gets murky. The Browns extremely, extremely need Kareem Hunt right now. With the uncertainty of what Deshaun Watson's going to be able to do for them this year, um, you're going to rely on these running backs, rely on them heavy. And the longer Watson's suspension is, the longer you're going to rely on Kareem Hunt. There could be an opportunity here for him to put up some really, really good numbers because they are just going to need their running backs that early in the year. It's a really difficult situation. He did get back out there in a team drills on Sunday. I don't know the gist of it. Maybe there's some news coming that we don't know about, but nobody's wrong here. And, you know, for Kareem Hunt playing the most dangerous position in the game, nobody, nobody wants to be on a walk year with a lot of cloudiness towards your monetary future, Garrett. You know, the only only people I think are wrong are are the fans that um, they they feel like they need to diminish a person's worth or what they're worth or diminish and start really throwing uh, dirt on a person's name. And, and, you know, you can say that Kareem Hunt is still a really great running back, probably to me, in my opinion, on another team, a top five running back. Right. And if he was able to get the touches and carries that he deserves as a number one back, he'd be able to show that because he's already done it in this league. So when fans are like, oh, well, he's not that good or, oh, well, you know, I, I, I mean, you know, it, we could we could find anybody. It's like, look, man, you can say um, we I feel like we can go get another running back or whatever the case may be. Or he might or just acknowledge the fact that he might not be here due to the, the money. I feel like you can say that without disrespecting what Kareem Hunt does and brings to the table, because I'm going to be honest with you. And you brought up a good point. He's going to be leaned on heavily this year. And for for whatever case that you guys may not understand or think that, well, just go back and look at at the fact that they made no moves at receiver besides Amari Cooper, right? And you pretty much swapped Amari Cooper for Jarvis Landry in terms of, all right, well, these are our veteran guys that's going to look to catch the football. But when you talk about bringing in receivers, they haven't brought in a veteran receiver. They still have Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's unproven. Still have Anthony Schwartz, that's unproven. David Bell is a rookie. And even the guys like Mike Woods, who we we like to see, he's injured. He's going to be out for a long time with a hamstring injury, according to Coach uh, Stefanski. So that leaves you with your top two targets being David Njoku and Amari Cooper. Do, who else do you think is going to be in, into that mix? Kareem Hunt. They're going to run the ball a lot. He's going to be on the field a lot on third downs. And he's going to be essentially on most plays your third option if he's in there. So he's very valuable. He he alone, I mean, to Peter, the perspective, if you don't have Deshaun Watson, 
Kareem Hunt is the only reason you can possibly say that the Cleveland Browns have a chance to make it a playoffs just because they have two dynamic running backs that both do things differently and are very, uh, very elusive. They, they make people miss. They run you over. They run physically. They can catch the football. And the focal point of this offense is going to be those two guys. Now, the problem for Kareem Hunt is this. You got another two guys behind you in Dearness uh, Johnson that could do that. And I like Jerome Ford. I thought I think he has bursts. I think he's going to show that he has a little bit of everything. If you was to make up a, a, a kind of a a, a uh, attribute list based on the Cleveland Browns, I think Jerome Ford is a little bit of Dearness Johnson, Nick Chubb, and Kareem Hunt. And he has the speed and ability, and he's younger. So that's the problem, what we're looking at at this point. Um, is is uh, Kareem Hunt worth the money? Sure. Do the Browns have the money? Uh, I don't know. We'll see what they what his value is, and we'll continue to see. But I think he will end up playing some in the preseason. Kareem Hunt's a gamer. Um, it's just the way he is. Um, he, I mean, and how many times have we talked about his running style of you know, as opposed to Nick Chubb running away from everybody? It's almost you know Kareem Hunt. Ah, yeah, I'll go over you. I'll go through you. I'll lower the pads. Um, so it, it, to him, almost his playing style, you know, is a tad bit of a detriment, um, cause you leave yourself open, you know, possibly four hits. And this is kind of what happened to him last year where he missed nine games. And again, um, I still feel if Kareem Hunt maybe didn't miss those nine games, Browns would have still found a way to make it to the playoffs last season. Uh, coach Stefanski would have read the writing on the wall, obviously, and said, look, the passing game is struggling so much. What am I bothering with it for? I've got Kareem Hunt. I've got Nick Chubb. Hell, I've even got Dearness Johnson now. Um, I think that is a way the Browns could have went last year. Um, you know, who knows the way the situation ultimately works out. And for Kareem, you're certainly hoping for the absolute best here. Um, he's been nothing but a good soldier here. Um, coming home to play for the Browns has certainly been a good thing for him. It, it, he's been able to keep his head, uh, you know, basically his head level off the field, which was one big concern for Kareem. I think Nick Chubb's laid back and the fact that, you know, Nick Chubb carries himself like a 45-year-old man has probably rubbed off on Kareem Hunt some. Um, and the importance of the game, the love of the game, and understanding uh, that if you're good to this game and you're a player like Kareem Hunt, it's going to take care of you financially for the rest of your life. Just turned 27 years old on Saturday. Uh, so still, the age, not actor whatsoever. Look, Kareem Hunt right now needs the Browns to parlay into a good contract for next season. The Browns certainly need Kareem Hunt this season. It's a situation that will work itself out, but it certainly was refreshing to talk about something else other than the Deshaun Watson uh, possible suspension length and everything that goes along with it. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked On Browns. Level with me. We've all been in a situation at some point in our lives, or even certainly over the last two years, where we're a little light on cash. Maybe you could only afford to put a few gallons of gas in your tank. Or you got another save the date and you're wondering how are you going to afford a gift. That's where Dave can help. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out with any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed, maybe a small, minimal amount on the transaction. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. 
Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member the FDIC. Future you will thank you. We back at it. Locked on Browns podcast. Jeff in the building. G Bush in the building. Make sure you guys go ahead and uh, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. We're rocking and rolling. Season is about to come around. You don't want to miss any of the content we got going on. Make sure you're still uh, checking us out. Maybe you uh, can't watch the your podcast. Hey, we still do the old school thing too, man. Make sure you go ahead and check us out wherever you download, download your podcast, and we'll be ready to go. Uh, hit those five-star reviews as well uh, and, and continue to uh, support what we do over here on Locked On Browns, making us the fastest-growing Locked On Browns channel and podcast in the entire network. We appreciate all of you as always. Uh, Jeff, we're talking to, we talked a little bit about Kareem Hunt earlier. You know, we think uh, that he's going to f- figure a way and the Cleveland Browns will figure a way to get uh, guys going and get everybody back into the mix. Kareem actually did practice. He, uh, you know, went through all of uh, camp and went, went through all of the practices, individual and team, uh, a couple days ago. So it already looks like Coach Stefanski has already talked to him a bit. So we should have some more information as that goes on. Now let's uh, pivot to the uh, the defensive backs. One guy that is also not played, not because he's holding out, is, is Denzel Ward. Uh, he has uh, injury uh, with that lower body injury. He hasn't played. And me and Jeff have talked about this a little bit as well. I I, I mean, Denzel Ward, I mean, he's a veteran. Uh, he, he knows how to play. I wouldn't care if he, he, he gets suited up uh, at all during the preseason. So go ahead and do your thing. Get over there by the bike. I did at camp get an opportunity to see him off to the side. Does not look like um, he was working out. Doesn't look like he's, he's hurting or hobbling. So um, that was good news. I, I also saw Jack Conklin over there working out. He looked to be pretty good as well with the uh, training facility. Uh, but some of these new dudes, uh, the new dudes are in there. A uh, Newsom, he had a really great day of practice today. I was there, got a pick six, went back to the crib with that one. Uh, AJ Green, the Browns love him. They love him. I, I mean, Coach Defense is talking about him. You can't miss him either. He almost looks like a linebacker. So, you see, these dudes is kind of big. Like, you don't really know it until you roll up on them and put them in perspective. I'm like 6'4 and a half, 6'5. These is big dudes. I, 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 Him and uh, Emerson really jumped off about how tall they were. Being on the field, on that field level, you, you show, like, wow, okay, these guys are really bona fide. Uh, tall guys out there and, and big dudes out there in the corner. So I love what they were able to do. Um, Newsom stood out to me. Greedy Williams just continues to keep playing. Like, you know, we've already trying to – people have been trying to write Greedy Williams off for like, I don't know, three, four years now since he missed that pretty much the entire year with the, the neck and shoulder injury. Uh, but he just continues to come out there uh, and be solid. Uh, he's a starter out there. And, and I got a gut feeling that they will be moving Newsom inside, which is um, something that he worked extensively on in practice when I saw him. So I, I think with that, they got a lot of guys. And the fact that you mentioned this earlier, which is really, really, really uh, important, Denzel Ward ain't even been out there, but they still been locking up these receivers. So they still, but it's, it's difficult. It's tough sledding. Uh, when it comes to this Browns secondary, which bodes well for what they want to do and what they need to be if the Browns want to be successful, and that's a top three defense. Uh, everybody knows, uh, obviously, you know, I don't hide the fact, uh, I'm a New York Mets fan. Um, so I kind of equate the way the Browns cornerback room is working right now to basically what has just gone on with the Mets here. You just get the Jacob DeGrom back after this long, long layoff, 
and you see what an amazing you know player he is. But keep in mind, this team was doing ridiculously good things up until he returned. And that's kind of what you're getting with this Browns cornerback room right now. Greg Newsom, the the, the growth from year one to year two, and year one was good. But what he looks like right now in the summer, and if everybody saw the the, the rep that was posted of him on Jamarcus Bradley, that is a slot corner rep. That is a set that that was essentially what you would be doing as a slot corner. Um, you know, tight space. Um, you know, he and he ran he ran Jamarcus Bradley's route. Bradley was frustrated by like stride four, and it just got worse as the route went on, resulting in Newsom having an interception in the end zone. You know, it, it, taking it away from Jamarcus Bradley, who had zero zero opportunity on that. AJ Green and Emerson. Here's the thing: it's length at the position. We all know Denzel Ward is the top dog in that room, but he's also kind of a smurf compared to these other guys. Um, He's short. He's tiny. He wins everything with his brain, his anticipation, with his footwork, Denzel Ward. But these other guys, they are long. They are lean. The one Emerson that broke up yesterday on Donovan Peoples-Jones, Donovan's there, hands are out, and then all of a sudden you just see these eraser hands come out of nowhere. Ball gone out of the way. You know, Greedy, it's a tricky one, and I think Coach Stefanski spoke on it. And this is another thing kind of similar to Kareem Hunt. You're trying to do all you can for a player, understanding that either way, they're working towards a new contract next year, whether it's in Berea to stay for the future or it's the rest of the NFL. And the Browns are going to hold no grudges. Some You're going to lose guys. It's an understanding. It's a way you have to be. So understanding that we want to make sure Greedy gets the proper amount of work, but we also understand that you know, the condition that Greedy Williams has, it's never going away. It's something that cannot get better. It has to be managed. You have to be smart with it because um, you want to be able to have a player like that with that ability on the field. The Browns are loaded. When you say a team has solid, a, a five solid cornerbacks, it's just a ridiculous thing to say. And even if they get into a pinch, you know, guys like A.J. Green, the way he's built, the, uh, Emerson, the way he built, you need one of these guys to go maybe say, take some reps in a cover three in more of like a deep safety type of approach these guys should be able to do it and be able to do it without issue. You know, Emerson, one thing we also know is Emerson likes to get dirty. He's got no problem sticking his nose in there, doling out punishment. Definitely got some chippiness to him. Everybody knows I live for loudmouth cornerbacks because even if I get beat, guess what? I'm going to still keep talking. You better beat me again, and you better beat me again. Otherwise, I am here all day to get in your head. Uh, the position from the group of players that it is. And look, there's been some good players here in the past. You know, Terrence Spider Mitchell, nowhere near the type of athletes that these young guys are. Um, and I think you work in a room with a guy like Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom, guys who are great technique-wise, great intellectually as far as the overall process of the game. This group is going to be an outstanding, an outstanding group. And, it, you know, again, it, it, not to keep harping on it, but this is something that ain't going away, Garrett. And unlike last year, where there was so many new moving parts within that defense, that is not going to be the case this year. These guys know each other so well. They know their tendencies. They function as a unit. This is a defense that's going to hit the ground running. Oh, yeah. Listen, I, that's that's the cool thing about it. And, and, th- and you know, this is so this is so cool we talk about this, Jeff. It's because out there there's this narrative that, that somehow uh, Jacoby Brissett um, is going to be in the game 
and the Browns are going to be getting smoked, and, and, you know, they're not going to be able to run the ball, and the offense is going to be terrible, and the Browns are going to be somehow 4 and, and, and 13 or something. And, and I just ask people, do you guys really watch football? I know some, I know football is very, I know football is very, like, it's very popular now. And and I'm starting to wonder, is there a lot of people that just came along for the ride that really just got into football like two years ago or something or three years ago where they got Odell or something? Because here's the re- reality of it. If you know football, this is supposed to be an, enti- a, 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 an exciting time for you to watch the game because you got a defense that you think can be top three. You got running backs that are dynamic. You got a quarterback that's not going to hurt you in terms of the turnovers, a great offensive line, one of the best pass rushes in the game, and yet and still people are, are acting like, I get the quarterback is, 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 is important, but at the end of the day, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And I've seen the Patriots do it. I've seen the doggone Steelers do it. I've seen all of these these teams that we praise, that we we give them that credit, and all of a sudden they go eight and eight or nine and seven, and they don't got nobody on the team, just a bunch of third year no name quarterbacks. Let me put it in perspective: the New England Patriots went to the playoffs last year. They had Mac Jones. I don't think he's that good. They had running backs I couldn't name. They got receivers that I don't know who they are and random defensive players. They went to the playoffs, people. Why is it that we give those guys credit and then you got all stars, top three at different positions on this team littered everywhere and it's four and something because we don't have our shiny new toy and Deshaun Watson to open on Christmas Day, so we're going to be terrible. Come on, you still can. If you didn't get your shiny toy, you still got six others. You get to eat cookies. You get to be outside, and you off school. Christmas still rocks if you don't got your number one toy, and that's the same thing for the Browns. Uh, look, this roster was great in 2020. This roster was great in 2021. Certainly underperformed to their levels. This roster in 2022, for right now, and you know whether it's Deshaun Watson or not, it is just as good in 2020 or 2022 if it is not better than it was the past two seasons. Uh, we're going to get to, um, I know a lot of people got questions, you know, the young defensive tackles, uh, you know, where is the offensive line back? Is Harris looking like he can take care and take over for JC Treader? Tackles look healthy. There's some thoughts to this and there's not a lot to get out of it. Out of practice is kind of a big man respect. We're going to get to this. Garrett's going to give some you know, personal insight into that aspect of it. That will be our third and closing segment here. Your latest lockdown Browns, Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. We back at it. Jeff Lloyd, G. Bush in, in the building. Uh, you can follow me at G. Bush 91. You can follow Jeff at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, continue to support us, man. Coming up, man. Browns versus Jaguars, man. Don't it seem like the Jaguars and the Browns always doggone playing? It just seems like they just play every year. I think that might be a thing. So we'll be back with you. Uh, we're trying to work something out where we might be able to come and give you a a, a, a 
video right after the game. We're going to see if we can work that out, get you a video, get you a recap of what happened with the Jaguars uh, versus the Browns as well. Um, we will talk about what we have talked about, um, the running back situation with Kareem Hunt, um, whether or not he's going to be available. Does he get a new contract? How does he work this thing out for with the Browns? We just got done talking about the defensive backs in the corners. Excited to see those guys out there playing against Jacksonville. Denzel Ward is out, but that gives another uh, opportunity for the young guys, young pups to get out there. Now let's talk a little bit about the big guys and, and some of the things that we worry about with the defensive tackle room. Uh, and, and by the way, I did see Perry on Winfrey out there practice. Definitely, um, definitely looks the part. Definitely a big man, right? Definitely is a dude that I think is going to make some some noise out here. Uh, the problem is Kevin's coach Kevin Stefanski already said pretty much they've eliminated uh, uh, goal line from the package. So what I mean, they'll run goal goal line. They'll go through their assignments in goal line. But as far as full contact and, and hitting and going goal line, that's not something they're doing anymore. And that's something that a lot of teams in the league are just pretty much phasing out uh, in, in the game plan because it's just too tough on the guy's body. And that goes to, to this point and what we're talking about in this segment, the things that you do in a practice setting to keep your, your offensive and defensive line healthy. Um, you know, you're not going to see some of the contact. When I was playing, even if I was playing in college, we were going inside drill. We were going goal line. We were going a lot of stuff. And, and it was a lot of banging. It was banging every single day, two practices a day. And, and we used to run after those practices. Man, when I was at camp, everything is streamlined down. You ain't running after practice. Uh, everything is a lot of mental reps. There's no really, there's not a lot of footballs on the ground. There's no bodies on the ground. And guys are staying up, being able to have a clean practice. And it's very efficient. Uh, and, and that was the thing that I noticed. And, and when you talk about offensive and defensive line, what you want to do is, even if you got your upper body, it's called learning how to practice. And when you learn how to practice, it, it's, hey, we're going we're gonna to get our work in, but we're not going to be doing, we're not cutting below the waist. We're not doing double team blocks and all the way to the ground. Matter of fact, we got shorts on, our knee braces on, and, and we going, we could go full go with just, just to, from waist up. And that's where the offensive line and defensive line learn how to practice. Hey, let's get get take your head out of the block, hand, foot placement, um, working working your speed, working your your moves, and you can do that if you got veterans up there and teaching the young pups how to how to go about it. The last thing you need is guys. So you got to pile up with Joe Batonio and Miles Garrett because <laughs> you know Jedrick Wills or something just you know is doing extra right. Keep the keep the junk off your feet. Keep your feet moving, and that's important uh, to keep those guys up front because, to be honest with you, that is, again, the two positions that you're going to be looking at in order to kind of compensate for not having your quarterback there, and they're going to need both those those positions to have great years. You brought up uh, you know, a great point to this, and I certainly remember this from my playing days and certainly for all the years covering here, is watching an offensive line coach or a defensive line coach go irate when one of his players is on the ground. It, it, it is a mutual respect here, big man to big man. Look, we play in basically a phone booth, and you're talking, what, nine guys, and the average weight per those nine guys is probably 300 pounds. Height, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, that is a lot of big people in a tight area. And why nobody on the ground? 
Because guess what? Somebody goes to the ground, somebody missteps because somebody's on the ground, or somebody steps on somebody who's on the ground. You got a twisted ankle. You got a blown ankle. You got a twisted knee. And that's when crap goes down. You need to protect everybody here. And as you know, Gareth said, it's an above-the-waist type of game. That's part of the why you get some chippiness because sometimes a guy says, man, I could have countered here, but I'm not supposed to do it here. So then you get the one guy chirping in the ear saying, I would beat you on that rep. And the other guy, well, if it was truly live, I would, you know, and that's when you kind of get into it. But it is such a respect thing here. Cause look, ain't no way one rep on August 7th, 8th, whatever it may be, means a hill of beans. Every single rep starting September 11th, what is what matters. Um, and Brown certainly cannot afford to lose anybody in that D tackle room. And the strength on the offensive side of the ball for the Cleveland Browns is that their offensive line is top five in the league over the last couple of years. It's been even higher than that. That is the potential of this group. And you certainly need all five of them. You need them even more with your uncertainty at the quarterback position. So you have to look out for each other here. And that's why, you know, people, oh, well, where's Jedrick Wills at this year? That's why you're not really getting anything. Oh, it's Conklin. It's why you're not getting anything. The young defense, that's oh, why you're not getting anything. We will start to see more from these individuals. And as far as who plays against the Jacksonville Jaguars, we'll start to get a better idea of where these guys are at. When you can see live reps against other guys, you can't, you know, you're not going to be able to half-ass it in a preseason game. Everybody's going to bring it because now we're talking about jobs on the line, roster spots on the line, money on the line, and you guys are going to go to work and they are going to go hard, Garrett. That is the key to it. But, you know, so for anybody who's wondering why you don't get to hear much about offensive line, defensive line to this point in training camp, it's, it's the purpose of it. The purpose is to make sure, I mean, the biggest win for anything offensive line, defensive line out of any camp practice is that everybody shows up to the next practice and able to go again. Yeah, that's it. They put one after another, put stack a, a lot of good days um, together and continue to, continue to keep it moving. That's the biggest part of it. Um, and, and it's just all about playing fast, playing smart. And being able to get your work in without having to go through um, all the stuff and worried about your best players down on the ground injured. Um, because I, I tell you what, like you said, they always screaming, stay up, stay up. Hey, hey, be, they always tell you, be an athlete. Hey, you guys are athletes too. Be an athlete. Don't be on the ground. Ain't, ain't balance yourself. Keep yourself together um, so we can we can live to fight another day. And that's just what it all is about, being smart in camp. You know, the old you know, the mentality of, you know, I am my brother's keeper in this type of situation. Um, and it should be a little bit different here. Um, you, know, you get to this camp now, the Browns today, Monday are off. But you get to this point where it's getting annoying. You know what I'm saying? You're getting beat up every day. And for these young defensive tackles, I'm sure they are sick of Wyatt Teller and Joel Batonio at this point. And rightfully so. Um, and, and what was the old thing that would light it up is, you know, either a scrimmage, but in the NFL case, it's a preseason game. We get to go lean on somebody else. We get to go beat up on somebody else because you know you kind of have to. I'm not. I don't want to say 50 percent it, but you got to be protective in your play. Come Friday night in Jacksonville, ain't nobody worried about that. Nobody cares about what anybody in Teal is doing, and you know they want to go and get their best showing here. So we're gonna have you coverage. Obviously, this week we can shift more towards uh, actual game coverage. You know, playing Friday night with the Jacksonville Jaguars. There are a lot of things that Garrett and I are assigned other than just our 30-minute sit-down here per day. Um, and I know the importance of you know, what post shows, even in the preseason, were to be Locked On Browns podcast. We're going to do everything we can to hopefully continue the trend of final whistle, 
take gets you guys our thoughts. We, we're trying to do all we can. There certainly are some things that we cannot control. You know, we do work for companies and they have expectations and they have the things for us to do. But that is the goal. That is the goal. And we intend to not change that in one iota. He is Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland show Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube. Also, the Barbershop, 92.3 The Fan. Garrett rocks it out there every Saturday morning. Certainly other uh, opportunities to catch Garrett over at The Fan. Was at camp this weekend. Some more camp appearances coming. Always appearances where Garrett will pop in out of the bullpen, so to speak, for anybody over at 92.3 The Fan. Make sure, again, you're following GBush91. Myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, follow, uh, make sure you throw a follow over there. The show itself, at Lockdown Browns back account dms are open uh as always we appreciate everybody who makes locked on browns their first listen day in day out whether it's on your favorite podcast platform or of course now on youtube make sure you subscribe make sure you're leaving ratings on youtube make sure you hit the notification button so man as soon as that sucker goes live you got that on your phone and you are ready to rock all that being said look the vibe's changing here uh, we are going to live action for us, hopefully this is a mission where we are talking nothing but Browns weeks of football from here to hopefully damn February. That is where we're at. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.